Blog Talk Radio. Services, and then women, police, and fire services, 
and the doctors, nurses, and auxiliary people at the hospitals that are trying to keep everybody alive and fight this COVID-19. We appreciate everything you do. Ladies and gentlemen, when you're out in the the area, please keep the social distance and please wear your mask. We don't want to see anybody lose their life. Tonight we're we're starting um, the show in a uh, sort of a a half-and-half type of show. Uh, We want to take a a moment to uh, uh, remember a a great uh, thriller in Manila, which was 50 years ago uh, on Wednesday uh, by two of Actually, there were two uh, Philadelphia residents at the time, uh, and um, they did a, a tremendous job, and I'm sure Kyle will uh, talk about that. Uh, we also uh, want to announce the uh, at uh, 4.30 this afternoon, uh, we got informed that uh, Marvin Hagler, um, the great boxer uh, champion, had uh, passed away. So um, we sent our, our deepest thoughts and regrets out to their family. Well, guys, it's another great night. Uh, we have our uh, we have our full team together. We have our our, our California socialite. Um, <laughs> he got off the yatch this week and is now at the country club. Uh, Zito, oh, wow. what do you think oh, about that? Okay. Life is so hard. I I I, I tell you, you know, happy COVID to everybody and and, and Godspeed. <laughs> you know, it, it's just. It's rough, you know. They're they're opening parts of California now. Now we get to we were supposed to go wine tasting tonight, but we got distracted with a new Costco membership. So we had we had to have dinner at the golf course right down by our house. Uh, you know, the, the the girl off of uh, uh, she just won, or I don't know if she won or not, but flawless bistro. Giving her a plug. She's got you know she's running the golf course club. She was on that uh, Hell's Kitchen or something. Yeah, I mean, life, California life's pretty tough. I'm telling you. <laughs> hey, Butch, are we talking yeah. to Bob or Prince Harry? Yeah, I think we're talking to Prince Harry. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, he's so going to yacht one day you know and, I mean? and then golf course the next. Yeah, yeah, I gotta take. We gotta take my test. We gotta take our test next week for that for the uh, sailboat. <laughs> but then we're on the 22 footers. If y'all want to come out for some whale watching, we're up. We need practice hours. <laughs> Well, my my grandkids do that at the pool every day when I get in. <laughs> wow! Whoa! Whoa! That's why wow. I can't wear a blue. I can't wear a blue bathing suit to the uh, uh, to the beach. You know, all Greenpeace gets around me. Like, Push him back. He's dying. You know? <laughs> <laughs> okay, let's uh, let's start it right off, Bob. Uh, uh, Ty, did you have anything to say about last week's uh, uh, match uh, with uh, Mr. Anasanya? You know, it seems like a lot of people on this show are eating crow tonight, but what it comes down to is, you know what, (laughs) everyone on this show, right, is educated when it comes to this fight game, be it boxing or, or, or MMA. We're educated enough to break down fights, and every weekend we're right. But every weekend, we're always wrong, too, because even though we can break down a fight tremendously, doesn't always tell you how the fight's going to go. We could tell you the story of the fight, but that's why they get in there, you know, and, and specifically with the UFC and MMA. MMA is more volatile than boxing, and boxing is extremely volatile. But with the four-ounce gloves and everything, MMA is more volatile than boxing. And 
although I was right with my prediction that that Don Blakovich would beat Adesanya, it was a close fight, and you know a couple different things happened a couple of different ways, and Adesanya wins the fight, and everyone else was right, and I'm wrong. It's just the nature of the game. It was a good fight. Um, what happened was what I thought would happen. Um, I thought the big thing and the reason why uh, my prediction turned out to be right, not that I was right, the prediction just turned out to be right. But the reason mm-hmm. being is because what I saw was that even though Jan Blakovich, when he comes forward, he's a bit of a plotter, over the last few fights, he's developed a kind of a patient, counter-striking type of game. And he doesn't overextend himself anymore. And he's got quicker hands than people realize. And I knew that the reason why I thought he would beat Israel is because, first and foremost, he was going to hold his own on the feet. He wasn't going to be completely outclassed like everyone thought. And once he could hold his own on his feet, it would implement his wrestling game. I just, I, honestly, Israel's a, a much tougher competitor than I thought. He takes a better shot than I thought. I thought Blakovich might stop him late. That's what I actually was predicting, Blakovich to stop him late. Um, but Israel, you know, to his credit, is um, a much more capable and much more durable fighter, even at 200 pounds, um, than I thought he was. Well, you know, when you, you talk about uh, the wins and losses uh, as far as uh, predictions are concerned, uh, we never have a problem because that's why we bring a tie along. Ah, exactly. There you go. <laughs> what do you think, Bob? Uh, well, uh, if Ty's talking about somebody eating crow, I'll eat it. I'm redneck. I'll have some crow pie because, like, I, I, uh, I did not give enough credit to that fight last week because I was unprepared and I fall. I apologize to the fight. Uh, Fighting Words fans, because that is Israel Sonya going up 15, 20 pounds. Like, he weighed in yeah. at 200 for the 205 division. Now, Jan was running that division as the champion, and Jan did great. And I agree with everything that Ty said, how Jan is developing as a fighter and not putting him out there himself out there but our Sonya was was calling like here's the thing now anymore when you're when you're going after becoming the goat okay greatest of all time it took me a while to get into that because i'm a redneck and i think a goat i'm thinking stuck on the fence but anyway um so <laughs> but anyway so when you're going after the goat Okay, you, you, you're not only get, you know uh, winning your championship title and then defending it, you're going up or down and kicking another weight class. Right. So that's kind of what Asanya was trying to do. He was going up. He was spouting off at John Jones and everyone else at 205. Um, I'm coming up and take your stuff. Now, yeah, right. And absolutely not taking anything from an amazing athlete. But when you go up 15, 20 pounds, those guys hit harder. Okay, mm-hmm. that, 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 that's all there is to it. And 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 even so, if you can be a fast heavyweight um, or fast light heavyweight and go against you know somebody like that, like you're, you're not. I mean, he could have honestly very well could have outscored, but he was respecting the power of Jan. Yep. And and yeah, and and. and so, so because Jan wasn't wasn't someone to be trifled with, um, he wasn't just it wasn't a pushover. Um, so again, though, so it gave an option for uh, you know uh, John Jones to jump on the Twitter thing or whatever and 
say, you know, oh, look, I'll just sign you. You're nothing. You know, you got nothing. There's no reason I should drop weight and come back down for you because you can't even be gone. So it created a lot of, uh, you know, smack talk on the Internet. And, and, and Asanya, again, phenomenal athlete. Now it breaks his, uh, I think it was 20-0 and zero, uh, record. Yeah. Now he's 20 and one um, you know, with a decision loss. But the fact that you can go up, you know, 20 pounds, and he only weighed in at, at 200, not even 205. So, you know, and you know by fight night, yeah, yeah, by fight night, Yon yeah. has to be like 220, 225. Yeah, you know I mean? These guys are cutting to get down to 205. Like, yeah. that's what scares me anymore. It's like, you know, I, I'd have to cut to get heavyweight down to your 265. And, like, back in my <laughs> day, I, like, I'm damn. You know, these guys, like, that's a lot of work. And 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 when they when they weigh in the next day, they put on twenty something pounds. Yeah. Um. Yeah. So so, you know, you're 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 getting a guy that is walking around at two hundred, weighs in, and a guy that cuts two hundred five, and he's back up to two twenty, two twenty five the next day. He 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 he's bringing the thunder with his punches. So yeah. Um. You got to be cautious of that. Yep. Good. The only thing I slightly disagree with is, is is twice in that in that statement, Bob said he was a redneck, but this <laughs> is the same guy who was well watching and sailing and the golf mm-hmm. club uh, dining. Hey, mm-hmm. I still I, got I a chew in my lip. Prince Harris. <laughs> I still got I still got a chew in my lip. I don't I don't I don't get I don't groove too well. I'm like forty grit sandpaper in in, in any social situation. <laughs> grit. I'll come in ready. I'll come in scuffing the old forty grit sandpaper. I love it. Forty grit. <laughs> you know, Bob, I, I know, mean, I I'll fit into a situation. I'm, I'm good to the be. The thing about Jan too is, is Jan and and something I said last week is Israel's a little quicker. He's quicker, but Jan is really good time. Um, and you know, he was really giving Israel trouble with his with his jab. That's something yeah, that Zito and I talked about. Zito really. Know, kind of expounded on how he was just giving them trouble with the jab, and, and that kind of set everything else up. Yeah, well, well, technique kills, and that's the thing. Technique is going to be talent, you know, for the most part. I mean, now, te- now, if you have talent and technique, well, that's dangerous. Not saying Israel doesn't, but one thing, defense, defense is a part of things too. And when you're fighting a guy who's technically skilled and, you know, smart, you know, enough to be technically skilled, you're not going to get away with talent all the time, especially if you guys match up, which is, you know, my next point is when you move up in weight, I, I think it's, you know, I, I would think Israel might have taken a, a maybe another fight before fighting, you know, the, the main guy essentially outside of John Jones, the main guy. I mean, I, I would think, but I mean, that's a daring, you know, challenge, and I commend him with that. But uh, you're going, you're moving up into a new weight you haven't fought at, and you're fighting uh, the boogeyman, essentially. That, you, you always have to be wary about that. Okay. Well, let me blow up what you said there, Z. Like, when you're talking <laughs> technique, I mean, if you guys see the Peter Yan uh, versus, uh, 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 Aliman Sterling, right? Or uh, uh, how do you say his name? So, so Aldeman. that's a badass. Yeah, Aliman. Yeah, man, I really enjoy watching Peter Yan fight, dude. 
such, he, such he brings basic that Muay Thai, man. Oh. Basic, and I, I push these on my classes. Like, stop trying to be so flamboyant. Yep. Get the basics down. Basics yep. win fights. Oh, my God. And, until he basically hit him with a super illegal knee. So, <laughs> well, and if you look at the replay, like, that was his bad. They're coming out of Russia. The Russians are, you know, I, I go with Frank Stallone on, on like, the uh, stupidest videos saying the Russians aren't that bright. You know what I mean? So, wow. There we go. No more <laughs> Russian fans on the show. No more. I'll go to battle with so, you. You're on my team, but you know, I've seen you driving and stuff. So, but you well, know, so Dr. So, Chris has gotten rid of the Puerto Rican contingent and now you just did <laughs> it with the Russians. There it is. But man, what, what a tough boy, athlete. Boy. And uh, <laughs> no, I, I got nothing but accolades here in a minute. So, but yeah, but him going in there and getting the wrong advice from his corner. He got yeah, two different cornermen. Yeah. One cornerman yeah. punching only. The other cornerman goes, go ahead and knee. So he did. Yeah. And when you're when you've got that much adrenaline dumping, and you're and and, you, and you're in the midst of a battle, you're not really clearly thinking. I got DQ'd going against Josh Barnett. Same thing. He took me down. I lit him up, and apparently we couldn't punch from the ground. I looked at my corner. I go, what do I do next? And they're like, hit him. I hit him again. I got DQ'd. Okay, so um, one of the baddest, baddest individuals on the planet. Um, and, you know, I got DQ'd for punching him. So, like, everyone makes those mistakes. Okay? Everyone. Me included and the Russians. I'm on your side. So, yeah. Backpedal, backpedal, backpedal. You know what I mean? So, um, but, yeah, so, so. But yeah, if you if when you're in that moment, and and someone gives you the wrong advice, the guy was winning on basics into the I think it was the fourth or fifth round, just simply uh, yeah fourth uh, held round. his guard up yeah held his guard up and he was what I call like a turtle yeah mm-hmm. and just jabbing it out and just and winning and then gets the DQ with the knee but phenomenal um, base yeah I love watching that guy fight man. Love watching him fight. He, he'll be back. I mean, they're they're going to give you know uh, Allermain. You know, he he played it up really good. And that to that point, when you take that knee, that illegal knee, um, he wasn't winning. There was no way he was no, going to. No, I, there was yeah. no way he was yeah. winning. So the, yeah. the drama comes in. Emmy goes to Kumo or Como, New York governor. I'm sorry. I mean to Allermain, and then. Um, yeah. yeah. Um, and then, and then, um, but yeah, so he played it up. And he, you know, he, they're working on a rematch, so they're working on a they rematch. They will, they'll, they'll give him, a, they'll, they'll give uh, Allerman like a shot at somebody else before they do the rematch. But you think so? You, you don't, you don't think that because uh, I know Dana said no. they, they were looking at doing the immediate rematch. No, there's, I, I think there's money to be made there first. You know what I mean? If Dana can make make five dollars, he's gonna make five dollars. You know, if he, he can throw he can throw a title offense against somebody and then do a you know a rematch because like say Al Jermaine loses the next you know uh, title defense, puts somebody else on top, he goes back to second. They can still get that uh, uh, that rematch going for big dollars and then put the winner yeah, of that towards. Yeah, yeah. Peter Yan will always be looked at until he he gets yeah. to fight for the chip again. Unless he's somebody not going actually yeah, he'll be looked at as a he'll be looked at as the uncrowned champion because he was clearly yeah. on his way to either stopping Al Jermaine or or, or winning the Al Jermaine was out of gas. 
He had, yeah, he, he he had worked himself. Done. He had worked himself to empty. You know, he was starting to take a beating. Yeah. So. But again, hey, you know, and he tore it up there. Uh, uh, you know, and now it's time to pump up the Russian because Islam Makachev on the same oh, Now he yeah. went against Drew Dober. Okay. Yeah. <clears throat> Drew Dober, Colorado favorite. Know his coach. Uh, I've talked to him a couple times. We're not buds, but I know his coach well. Um, but you've got no chance against Islam. Islam has been in, the, in uh, I guess, the starting gate. Like you were, we were doing a horse yep. racing analogy. But just like they kept Khabib when Connor was on yep. top. They knew yep. Khabib was going to wipe everyone out in that division. Now, Islam mm-hmm. is, is Khabib's best friend. He might not have wrestled the bear, but he actually wrestled the bear. You know what I mean? So <laughs> yeah, this guy yeah. is going to he's going to wa- keep your eye on this guy. He Russian. I see now I'm pulling him up. Okay, backpedal, yeah, backpedal. Yeah, yeah, he's gonna yeah, fucking yeah. destroy this division at one fifty five. Khabib will retire to watch him to dominate this division. Well, you know, uh he you know, he trains at ATT just like Khabib did. And, um, you know, Daniel Cormier and the guys, they call him, and they have been for a little bit, they call him champ already. Already. Um, yeah, that's what they think of his potential. That's what they think of his potential. Again, you know, just, you know, but, but Bob, you know, the one thing about a wrestler is if you can sprawl and brawl, you know, they, they get in a little trouble. Now, the one thing about Khabib, his pressure, and, and that's, you know, it's funny because Khabib was asked, you know, when, when he was about to fight Justin Gates, they said, well, what's the difference between American wrestling and Dagestani wrestling? And Khabib didn't say anything about technique. You know what his answer was? His answer was the pressure. He says, we, we, he goes, we just keep coming. And yeah. the one thing about Khabib is his pressure was phenomenal, but he could take a hell of a shot, too. So, yeah. you know... Makachev has been knocked out before, early, 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 early in his UFC career, you know, some years back. Um, but, you know, so I don't know if he can take the shot like Khabib. And so if he runs against the right sprawling brawler, uh, but, you know, they, they keep coming. They keep coming. So, you know, he, he's going to be a tough out. But, again, just, just like with Khabib's style, you know, that, that it has that hole where if you can stop the takedown. Now, with Khabib, you know, he, he walked through fire, and he admitted, you know, Gaethje hit him harder than anyone had ever hit him. And I, I saw the left hook that Gaethje hit him with, and I was just like, holy shit, how is this dude right. still standing and still coming? Well, that's Khabib. He's special. Mm-hmm. So I don't know if Makachev is that level of special, but he does, from what I've been hearing and reading, have that level of game, and that's dangerous. Well, it almost makes a better division. You, you know yeah. what I mean? When you- you know, I would I would much rather you know the the the, the oohs and the ahs versus just this guy's dominating everyone. No one can compete against him. It's over, you know. And so yeah. the fact that Makachev can work his way up there and be a top one, two, three, and keep competing for it and maybe lose yeah. it once or twice, that that's a, that's a more exciting division. You know, because that's, that's what makes the lightweight division so exciting now. With could be sitting out. You got all these fights, and you know. It's just great. It's really a great yeah. time in the UFC yeah. lightweight division. Because you get these divisions that are just dominated by one guy, I mean, or one girl. Let's bring up Nunes, okay? Oh, God. Bad female, all right? This woman is on fire, and no one can touch her, okay? And going against bigger and more dominant opponents, 
and just waylaying them, you, you know. And, and when someone's dominating a division like that, okay, then 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 it's just kind of it's like, oh, I'm gonna tune in again. I'll pay my sixty bucks to watch this 15 minute knockout, you know, Tyson, Rousey, Jones, whatever. But uh, yeah, I mean, she did phenomenal. Destroyed Megan Anderson. Absolutely. Like, she tooled her on her feet, then tooled her on the ground. Yeah. Like, just a better package. She showed you she could have won that fight anyway, any way she wanted to win it. And phenomenal. And good for her. Right in Women's Pride Month and all that stuff. And go women, go Russians, all that stuff. (laughs) uh, You might. you might be with it. You might be with it. The uh, rushes and the progressives back. I don't know. We'll see. Hey, <laughs> <laughs> I try. I try. You know, I can't please all everyone all the time. But yeah, phenomenal fight card. Then we're going into tonight. Tonight's going to be a good card. Leon Edwards, Bilal Muhammad. Yeah. I'm I'm thinking a lot of people on the chopping block tonight. I mean, we, we you know, we can go back to last week. I mean, Dominic Cruz, uh, we used to pay the 60 bucks to watch that guy headline. And he was on the preliminary card. So a lot of these guys, Dana's still sticking to his 60 and out. They're on the chopping block. And well, I you think know, Megan tonight, Anderson, right after she got, right after Megan Anderson got destroyed by Nunez, she, she revealed a couple of days later, she's no long, longer under contract. With wow. the UFC, so she, yeah, so she went, fought for a title, got murdered, and basically let go as well. Okay, here's what so. I found. Yeah, and so I mean, a lot of people still on this chocolate bot. There's too too many people coming up in the yeah. undercards, uh, in yep. the starting gates, if you will, uh, that they know are could be contenders. So um, the fact that you know he was on the uh, the, the preliminary card um, and he stayed. You know, he won. Dominic Cruz doing a great job commentating. Dominic Cruz got his own mm-hmm. little smile. Dominic Cruz is a, is a filthy individual, but he is aging. Okay, so at some point, he is. he's got to hang it up, mm-hmm. you know. And and the only thing keeping somebody in the game, you know, 38 to 40 plus is, is pride. I've been there. That, that's all there is, <laughs> ego. You know, um, and then you got, you know, um, uh, UFC Contender Series. You got that Glory De Palma. She's coming up. She's booked against uh, Strawweight Yinyo Frey in, in, in Vegas 21. You know they're they're grooming a lot of these people to come up through the rankings and just keep being stars. They're they're Dana's smart with that, and he's going to groom the best possible fighter, man or female, to stay on top and make that money. Well, you, so think we about, all, you think about uh, Kamal Usman came up through tough. He won tough. Yeah. You know what I mean? So you, you're right, you know? Um, and, and a lot of the guys that you're seeing coming up are coming straight from the Contender Series. Dana, Dana's, Dana's cracking jokes uh, that, you know, UFC is now ranking up there. You know, COVID had a lot to do with that. And him coming out first, we talked about that in, in previous uh, uh, episodes. But, um, you know, he's, he's making jokes that they're, you know, UFC is as popular as basketball and baseball and football now, you know, because the ratings are so low. So, again, you know, hey, I, I hope at some point that money goes to the fighters, you know. Um, 
But, you know, for, for right now, Steve, I mean, UFC's doing really well. Out of them. Dana White has done a tremendous job putting the fighters in the position to earn the money that he's not paying them. Absolutely. <laughs> That's what it comes well down to. Well said. Hey, Bob, did you talk, we talked about uh, Amanda Nunez. Uh, that was another tough fight for uh, Leslie. For Megan Anderson. Yeah. Hey, I'm blocking those hands with my face. I don't worry about it. Yeah. That was my style back in the day. Like, you'll get tired <laughs> bunching my face. You know, I go in. I go in Monday for another nose surgery, like California style. I got to get upgraded. You know what I mean? So, uh, <laughs> but <laughs> they said, yeah, Bob's here you go. Come out looking like a redneck Michael Jackson. Don't do uh, it, Bob. I'm, I'm, dude, <laughs> I am the next Kardashian. I am working towards my own little sitcom and shit. You know, um, but you know, California is doing it to me. But you know, they send me to one guy. He's like, "Oh, that's a big job." I hate thanks. You know. Thanks oh wow. You know, so I got to send you to plastic surgeon. But anyway, so um, that's that's my Monday. But yeah, out here, I mean, um, things are great and beautiful. And uh, um, we're, we're we're talking about you know all the fights of last week. Tonight is going to go with Leon Edwards. I think he's on the line. Um, if he don't pull off a W. Uh, against uh, Belaney Muhammad, uh, I think he's going to get chopped. You know, Leon has been around a while. Um, we got a light heavyweight coming event. Um, oh, yeah, Ryan Spann against uh, – who's Ryan Spann fighting? Because um, uh, Ryan Spann got knocked out by Johnny Walker last time he fought. Who is he fighting? Oh, Misha. He's oh, fighting he Misha. But- Again, they're just trying to push people up the rankings and give a little bit of a show because the 205 division is, is kind of locked down right now with Jan. Jan just did a great job yeah. defending it. So, you know, they're grooming somebody. You go down further on the card, you got Dan Ige. Okay, so I think he's on the chopping block. If he don't get yeah, too good so against too. Gavin Tucker, you know, Dan's been around for a while. And these guys, I mean, are literally fighting I for their lives. Stewart's the, I think Derek Stewart's on the chopping block tonight, too. Yeah. yeah, a good little fight like, I think in the prelims. I think it might already happen with the the uh, Angel yeah. Hall versus Ashley Yoder. I mean, there's three girl fights tonight. They're grooming so many people right now. These mm-hmm. top girls on on deck and top guys on deck. So they're really trying to position their their rankings to get some up and comers so people will tune in. Yeah. Hey guys, we're uh, we're joined by the inimitable and always uh, versatile. Uh, and I mean it seriously, uh, Mr. <laughs> Benny Henderson. Benny, hey, baby, I want to know if you'll get me a beer. <laughs> it is one of It's not right now. Work with my wife whatsoever. Well, we got Benny <laughs> and Bob on the phone. This is going to get it. <laughs> <laughs> All we need is Chris. <laughs> <laughs> oh, hey, how, y- how y'all Benny doing this stuff? Great. We had some uh, sad news to start the show off with uh, uh, Marvin Hagler, and I just checked it again uh, on on Ring Magazine. Uh, was pronounced dead this afternoon. Yeah. Yeah. Um, you you've been around uh, Marvin, and, and you've you've covered him. Uh, can you uh, give us some uh, background? This middleweight was a tough, tough cat. I mean, you cannot take nothing from this guy. Look who he beat. And look who he lost to. 
know, his last fight was Sherry Leonard and what he did after the fight. He was just a tremendous guy, a tremendous fighter, a tremendous person. And and it's sad. He was 60, just what, not, he'd be 66 here, what, next week or a few days now. Just right, yeah, you know. Week. And he's, he, he's, you know, when I was like 20, 66 was old. Now that I'm 45, I'm like, let me live to be like 150, you know. So he was still a, still a young guy. And um, yeah. and Butch, you know, you used to hang around Jesus. I think you owe him a quarter, so you understand. <laughs> yeah, I was I was born next door to him. Uh, dirt wasn't dry yet, but uh, we're still waiting for it. <laughs> right. No. Um. Hagler was he was he was just so tremendous, and and it, it is a terrible loss to the boxing world. And um, the deal is right now, if you look up TMZ. And there's a lot of things going on about his death, how they found him, what he died from. Um, they found him with um, – just look at him and see. There's a lot of different stories going on right now about his death. Like he has shortness of breath. They found him dead, possible heart attack. Um, do not quote me on this. And do not – I mean, I'm not saying this, but I talked to somebody. I'm not going to say their name. Who's the fighter? Who knows the family? Who knows things are going on? And he said that Hagler got the the, the shot for the COVID nineteen a few days ago, and now he's dead. Mm. Um, I, we're not saying that's what it is, but I'm just telling you what I was told. And he had shortness of breath and all that. You know, I'm just I'm just telling you what I was told. So, anyways. Hey, um, I'm glad you you brought us up to date on that. Uh, hey, see, can you? Uh, there's a, there's a, a contract floating out there. Uh, Sean Porter and uh, uh, Terrence Crawford, supposedly for for May. Um, can you break that fight down for us? Um, yeah, I could I could break yeah the potential of the fight down, the likelihood. Right. Um, only the heavens know the likelihood of that fight happening because down here on earth, it's not happening. It's not happening. It's too much infighting. And Sean Porter, uh, I don't think he would be the first name as far as lucrativity with the camps working together. With that said, if they fought each other, um, I think it would be Terrence Crawford's toughest fight. Mm-hmm. Uh, one thing is this. When you fight Sean Porter, you have to. Um, you're not going to move around all night long. The, the dancing and all of that, like Keith Thurman was able to do it because Keith Thurman, that's his style. Most guys aren't conditioned like that, and Keith Thurman hits hard enough to gain a level of respect to where Sean Porter wasn't just running, you know, doing. Sean Porter, the way he goes forward, he couldn't just do that with Keith Thurman, a guy who could pop and move his feet, and was and quick-handed. Um, with that said, Crawford he can move his feet and he can pop. Uh, you, you saw him do some outside boxing against Postal, uh, but you know Postal's kind of you know he's not as pressure-oriented as Sean Porter. Uh, so Sean Porter, he's going to be stronger, and Terence Crawford's going to have to fight on the inside with Sean Porter. What what needs to be said does Terence Crawford have enough 
would, would Terrence Crawford have enough pop to deter Sean Porter at times? Does he have enough uh, conditioning to, to fight that level of fight with a guy who's going to do that for 20 rounds? I mean, Sean Porter, he's not the hardest hitting guy, but he's a hard guy. He's going to come hard. You're going to have to put your work in with him. And I would, I mean, Terrence Crawford's not the biggest welterweight. I believe in his power at welterweight. <laughs> I will say that. I believe in his power at welterweight. I don't know about his durability, especially against an overall grinder. Now, he could footwork Sean Porter a lot of times, but Sean Porter's not a guy, he's not stupid. He's not a guy who's going, he uses his feet, you know, wisely too to get inside. Uh, he doesn't move his head. But he uses his feet wisely. He has fast enough feet to get inside on most people. So I think you know it would be a very very difficult fight for Terence Crawford if it uh, if the, that one out of a hundred percent chance happens. Mm-hmm. All right, uh, Ty, what do you think? Well, the only thing I disagree with uh, with Zito is Zito said Sean Porter would be. Terrence Crawford's toughest fight. Sean Porter is everybody's toughest fight. It's just the way he fights. He, he's just—he's just—he's he's a freight train, um, and he's quick. He, you know, he's quick-footed too. Uh, he's a strong guy. He just doesn't have a lot of pop because he doesn't punch with tremendous sharpness or accuracy. He's kind of all over you. Um, it'd be an interesting fight. Uh, let's see if they sign it. Once they sign it, I, I, I'll really look to break it down. But kind of like Zito said, here on Earth, there are a lot of other things going on that are preventing us from seeing what would be a very inter- interesting and entertaining fight. Okay. Um, Danny, what do you think? Hello? Benny, you there? Okay. Um, Bob, there was a <laughs> there was a record set tonight um, on the undercard uh, of the Mohammed fight, and that was Matthew uh, Sen- Sensenberg uh, with a takeout a TKO in 15 seconds. Yikes. And I am super excited that someone lost faster than me in the UFC. There <laughs> <laughs> it is. Okay. I mean, if you got to hold a record, I mean, Thank a record's God a for record. Small miracles. A, a record's is. a record. Right. And give it up for him. You know, participation trophy. I, I just, I let mine go. He can have it. Um, there you go. Yeah. So so um, yeah. Amazing knockout. Come in. Bing bang boom. Done. And so uh, on the undercard too. So you know he's going to skyrocket up. You know three yep. four points in the rankings. You know which That'll is great. Viral. Yep. <clears throat> and we all love to see that stuff because it keeps us by- tuning in. Great. Great. All right, uh, Ty. We got a got a couple fights tonight. Uh, Juan Francisco uh, Estrada against uh, Roman Chocolito. Mm-hmm. 
El Gallo with your chocolatito. I'm a big Juan Francisco Estrada guy. That is my guy. Um, he is he is my my uh, my new Marquez. He has been for a few years now. With that being said, he's, uh, he's only lost three times, avenged two of those defeats. The one of the loss that he has in the bench is against Chocolatito. They fought about seven years ago. Chocolatito won wide on the scorecards. I watched the fight, thought it was a lot closer than that. Uh, but nonetheless, the right guy won. Um, with that being said, if they would have, a few years ago, Estrada would have been a clear favorite. He still is a slight favorite. Um, Chocolatito had just been knocked out by uh, the, the Thai tank. It's just hard to pronounce any Thai name. Um, and, uh, and, and you know, he just looked like he kind of had burned out. But over the last couple fights, even though uh, Estrada's four years younger, over the last couple fights, he's looked a little, a little, uh, a little, his recent form just hasn't been as solid as Chocolatito's. You know what I mean? Now, he's fought a higher level of competition. Um, but both mm-hmm. guys have been through a lot of wars. Uh, Estrada's 30, Chocolatito's 34. But these are, you know, probably the two best little guys in the last 10, 15, 20 years. Chocolatito mm-hmm. is already a Hall of Famer, potentially an all-time great. Juan Francisco Estrada is probably already a Hall of Famer. Could definitely submit his status with the win tonight. A huge fight, guaranteed action fight because their styles mesh that way. If I had to predict the winner, though I love both guys, I love Estrada more, want Estrada to win, I would have to say I think Chocolatito's going to win. All things being equal, if both men have the same level of wear and tear on them, all things being equal, Chocolatito, because of his style, he's a technical, busy, busy fighter. He will. That style, if all things being equal, nobody goes down, that style tends to win rounds. And because Estrada likes to box more from range and counterpunch a little bit more, he, you know, against kind of like what happened the first time, Chocolatito outworked him. You know, there were points in a fight where you thought Chocolatito might grind him down, but he would come back and throw his combinations and sting Chocolatito and get him off of him. But Ultimately, Chocolatito outworked him. So that's what I'm thinking might happen tonight. But it's a tremendous fight. That's the one I'm tuning in for. Yeah, good. Uh, what do you think, Z? Um, I agree with Ty to an extent, but it's something. Um, it's something in that. That is something in what he said, and mm-hmm. it's with Chocolatito. He's actually with He's fought uh, with Estrada. He's recently been fighting a higher level of competition. Um, not to say yet, but just recently. And he's, you know, him. I mean, they both. I mean, to be honest, it kind of comes down to who has, who is a little more shot. Not calling these guys shot, but who is a little more has shot. more in the tank. Who just has a little more in the tank? That's exactly what I think it comes down to, too, Rick. Exactly. And um, I think just that level, you know, sometimes it's fighting that high le- higher level of competition. 
you know, that mm-hmm. might, you know, at the recent, more recently, seeing better guys recently, um, that, that, you know what I mean, always. I, I, and I always just thought that both, you know, those, there, Chocolatito, to me, has been fighting over his weight for a minute. Mm-hmm. Yeah, both of them. Yeah, both of them, yeah, both of them, really. But I just think Chocolatito, he's, he, he's a small, stature guy. Yeah, mm-hmm. Francisco is, Estrada's a little bigger. Estrada is a little bigger. Exactly. Mm-hmm. He's a little big, and I always thought Chocolatito was fighting over his weight. And how long can you fight that style? I mean, I mean that style, to me, I'm surprised that he's doing this at 34. Because mm-hmm. at that weight, at 34. Just because, I mean, you lose reflexes, reactions, speed. I mean, you lose all of that. And, you know, you lose, you lose it sooner when you're smaller, to be honest, because the guys are just fast. They're always going to be there. And just to fight that busy fight and, you know, you lose your reflex, lose your defensive reactions, you're going to get hit more. You're going to, you know, have trouble getting there to a longer guy just a little more. I just think it's going to be difficult for Chakrapita. Mm-hmm. And, you know, the okay. funny thing is, 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 is again, Estrada is a younger guy at 30. But both of these guys have you know, have had between high forties and fifty fights. You know what I mean? High forties and in the fifty fights, they both had wars. And the fact of the matter is, is the greats in, in most fighters, uh, title level fighters who have tough fights, they tend to drop off at that weight a lot younger than the guys that are a little bigger, man. So with with both of these guys. And, and you know what? It's not just going against each other. It, you know, if they were fighting the tie tank, it would be the same thing because these guys are up around 30, a little over 30, and, and they're small guys with this tremendous wear and tear. Um, if they're fighting guys that they're just better than, that's one thing. But when they're fighting each other, it really comes down to who kind of has more right now at this point in their career. Uh, because they're they're all, you know, to a certain extent, they all have their equal level of attributes that make them, you know, the tremendous fighters they are and have made them the great fighters of the lighter weight divisions over the last 10 years or so. But the fact of the matter is, is at any given night, one of these guys could fall off a cliff. You know, they thought, and the thing is, is they thought it happened with Chocolatito when he got knocked out by Sora Rigdon, the Thai tank. Um, but, again... He came back, he, you know, he had a tune-up fight, you know, it looked pretty good. Then he fought Kai Yafai and took the title from him. Now, I didn't, I never thought much of Kai Yafai. However, Kai Yafai was a young, fresh guy. And Chocolatito destroyed him. Um, and, and, you know, I, I, I wasn't sure about that. So that showed me he still has something left. Now, Francisco Estrada is a whole different animal than the Kai Yafai. Uh, but the fact of the matter is, he's not a young, fresh guy. So it's, it's, this is a fifty-fifty fight. I, it's just one I like. I wouldn't even begin to, you know. I think Chocolatito could win, but just like Zito said, it, it, man, it depends what's going on with the tank. We've got the game. Hey Bob, um, how about uh, we got a big fight tonight uh, with uh, Bilal Muhammad and uh, uh, Leon Edwards? What's your thoughts on that one? I'm still upset that Ty thinks all my California adventures are, 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 are <laughs> getting up 
you know, ruining my redneck status. Yeah, you know, they, what I mean? they, you know what? <laughs> they are de- they are de redneck sizing you. I I, I, de- I can't you have handle to de- that. size. You can't handle that. It was my roots. You know what I mean? Hey Ty, you know how you circumcise a redneck? You kick a sister in the mouth. All right. Whoa. <laughs> so now we've lost the red neck too. Boy, oh boy. There it is. Ready for sure. There it is. I'm betting a thousand tonight. Okay. Wow. <laughs> Big fight. Wow. Well, you, you have truly inherited the doctor criticism. That's a lie. <laughs> so, all right. So when I'm on that sailboat, I'm still spitting, chew spitting, making racing stripes. All right. That's why I can't <laughs> oh, shoot. <laughs> <laughs> They make me go in the back with the tiller and feed the fish, right? Because they can't be up front. Wow. <laughs> You're like, I will not give in. I will not give in, but it's so beautiful out here. My redneck is becoming tan, and I'm cool with it. <laughs> so. I, I wear my badge with pride, sir. <laughs> Big fight tonight. Leon Edwards on the chopping block. If he don't perform, I think he's the next one gone. You know, um, it, 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 that's the sad the, the sad truth of it all right now is Dana's still picking away at all the fighters and trying to clean uh, clean house. So Leon's a great fighter. Don't get me wrong. Um, he, he, he's shown his, uh, his age. Um, he's been in there a while. So he's really, you know, he's really got to put on the show. Everyone tonight, in the, you know, in this next, I still, I say we still got four months left of seeing named fighters getting on the chopping block. You, you know, and that's the sad part because if these guys aren't winning, uh, like Dominic Cruz did last week, um, and a couple of weeks ago, who was it uh, that you know went through? Um, oh my God, and Dos Santos. Yeah, you know, so so if you're not winning, you're getting cut, and and you 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 guys used to be the whole reason we tune in for a, a, a fight of the night, yeah. you know. So yeah. it, it, it it's sad. I get yeah. it. Um, I, I, I empathize with the older crowd and getting washed out um, until they make an over 40 uh, uh, league. But uh, until that, like, they're making room. That's all they're doing. But you, so big you know what? Tonight. Like I said, it, it, I think it's good for the sport, though, right? Because then you get talent or, or names, at least, that are familiar to people fighting other places. In Bellator, they signed Yoel Romero against Anthony Rumble Johnson. So, you yeah. know what I mean? Like, again, now, now, at this point in these guys' careers, um, they're still dangerous fighters, but they're not. They're guys who are just outside of the title type of pitcher. They're, you know, that's where they're at the point in their careers. But who doesn't want to see that fight? You know what I mean? So, um, yeah, so I think it really helps the sport because, it, you know, these guys can get paid other places. So that, that's a good thing. Yeah, and you yep. make room for these uppercomers. Look what it does for the UFC. Try Congress. I mean, that would be amazing. <laughs> yeah, how about that? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Get rid of the old talent and bring in some of the new. I'm just saying. So I'm now we've lost tonight. these. So DC is gone. We've lost the DC <laughs> contingent. <laughs> but we didn't want them anyway. We we didn't want them anyway. So. <laughs> Hey, hey Zito, what do you think about uh, Jessica McCaskill's fight tonight with uh, Cecilia uh, Burnhouse? Uh, um, I don't. I'm not uh, familiar with Burnhouse, but McCaskill's uh, she's pretty good. 
She's pretty good. Mm-hmm. Well, 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 Cecilia Breakhouse was 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 universally regarded as the number one. She was the ring number one pound for pound uh, women's champ. She was undefeated. She's called the first lady of boxing, um, and she fought McCaskill. Of course, she was expected to beat her, and she lost with you know a contentious decision. Um, it could have gone either way. It wasn't a robbery, but she lost. Um, and so it's the rematch tonight. It's the rematch tonight where, uh, again, the first lady of boxing is looking to right the ship. She's 38 now, I believe. Um, but, uh, I always liked her cause I always thought she was kind of cute. Um, and I don't typically say that about most female boxers, unfortunately. Uh, damn, I'm getting like Bob on the show. <laughs> Up in the oh. foolishness. <laughs> I talked myself into foolishness. I didn't mean to say that. Um, but... But I, you know, I, you know, I pay attention, right? And I read about her. And um, so she, again, she was widely expected, you know, to beat Jessica McCaskill. Supposed to be just another defense. McCaskill came in, upset the apple cart, and uh, so tonight's the rematch. Mm-hmm. All right, and, and uh, we also tonight have uh, Benavides and uh, uh, Ellis fight. Yeah, I'm looking for, I love, I like watching Benavides fight. But I, I I do too. Uh, this is 160 Benavidez too, and that, that's what 168. Like. Yeah, and again, guess what? Guess what? what? Came in what? on weight. Remember, he's the guy who lost his. He's lost his title twice. Once because he didn't make weight, and the other time because he did make the cocaine. So, um, yeah. that, you know, well, that's his problem. Well, he Benavidez got his ass beat last week. Just throw that in there. Oh yeah, yeah. Was that guy last week? Yeah, Benavides. Yeah, I um, just ask her, ask her off. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> he got smoked. <laughs> hey, hey, Bob, what, what, what's the uh, so what's the big deal with uh, Gloria DePaul and uh, Dana? Does he just not like her, or what's the story? Um. Okay, so. We're talking like an Instagram girl, you know, she, she kind of made, she's like, who's that Jake guy that I can't stand? You know, she, she's coming over from uh, one of those. Yeah. Can't stand that. But anyway, uh, so like, and and so she did good going through the show. Uh, uh, She finally got, you know, she went through the UFC contender series, did really well. Um, She finally got books against a straw weight fight with uh, Jin Frey. Uh, for UFC Vegas 21. Um, she keeps trying to impress Dana. She wants to get on the card. She wants to make a showing for herself. She wants to be the new up-and-comer. Um, but, again, it's one of those, uh, you know, power to her. I hope she does well. But, you know, it's one of those puppy dog stories, like Jake Paul. Like, Dana White's about ready to throw a million bucks against Ben Askren versus Jake Paul. You know, he knows this Jake Paul's guy is going to get beat up. And you get all these Instagram, what are they called, the – the, the trendsetters or what the shit like I don't even know but you know the people are kind of doing crossovers <laughs> you know and, and, and they're doing crossovers and trying to make themselves you know you get enough likes and enough people following you and then you jump into a professional sport you know hey great for you you, you know I I don't know I mean I'm, I'm I love when you do I love when you do your social influencer rants I love them <laughs> um, you know, the only thing is, 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 you know what the funny thing is? I'm a huge Ben Askren fan. Like, I, I love the Ben Askren. Um, I really was hoping he uh, actually could win the title in the UFC. I always thought it was funny that his striking sucked. 
and he was really straight wrestler, but that he trolled everybody. I just always, I always got his sense of humor, so I always dug him. Um, with that being said, I'm kind of scared that he might get his ass beat, man. Dude, like, and if that this, happens, I'm gonna, I'm, I'm, not, I'm gonna cry. I'm I'll be so, honest, you know, I'm so, like that. That can't happen. That can't happen. That can't I mean, happen. like, like, dude, like, like, honestly, like, oh. I, I'm straight up favoring Jake Paul to win, man, because oh. this kid, the one thing about him is, even though he is what he is. He's been kind of taking boxing seriously. And even though Ben's a fighter, Ben has never taken the, the, the boxing part seriously. No, right. And my, my point my yeah, he that. has a chance. And the, that's what? the thing, like Ben Askren, you know, a year and a half ago when he goes against Jorge Masterball and he gets the knee to the face, like Ben Askren for it. All right, so because he was talking a lot of smack. Yeah. So he wasn't much different than this Jake Paul character. But if you can't beat this dude, just quit. Just quit. You know, just stay being uh, in your onesie and do some wrestling, okay? Because you, you just stop it. Yeah, I mean, I, I would love to see Amanda yes. Nunes mm-hmm. walk through this Jake Paul guy and this new chick and and just dominate. You know, it's 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 it's. I don't know what it is. So okay, so you guys might feel different. So when Connor did the crossover against Floyd. Okay, and so everyone's like, "Oh, stay out of boxing." You know what I mean? Stay in your lane. Uh-huh. And but he at least stayed in there for a while and did a fair good job. But then you've got these social influencers. Uh-huh. I don't know what the shit they are. Okay, I don't know. I don't know how you do that. I want to get paid money for posting dumb shit on YouTube. So yeah, um, for real. So, Right? So so how do you get to do that? And then you get to call out some professional athletes. Why don't you call LeBron James to a one-on-one basketball tournament? You yep. know what I mean? Why don't you, what, yeah. why don't you, yep. you know, I mean, what are you doing right now? But, yes, I will admit Jake Paul is taking his training seriously. I just want him hurt. I personally. I, yeah, I would I, I absolutely want Ben Aspirin to beat his ass, but. I just think there's a reason why he chose Ben Askren. <laughs> you know what I mean? I'm oh, going yeah, to choose Robbie. He didn't say, I'm gonna he say, say you know what? The hell with Ben Askren. Give me Robbie Lawler. He didn't say that. No, he didn't. <laughs> like, I'm, I'm going to say this, though. Ben, I mean, um, Jake Paul, he's taking his, his, I guess, training and sparring serious. The competition, he's not taking serious to me. That, that's this is a agree. joke. So, I mean, as far as that goes, it's, and I going to keep hopping to the point. Is Tiger Woods going to train three months in tennis and play Serena Williams? I don't care uh, gender or anything. He's, he's not going to be there, training three months in tennis. So it's a different thing. And what Ben Aspen has in advantage... He should have used his driver. Ben Aspen has his advantage in the fact that he's taking contact. He's been punched by guys who punch with four ounce gloves, um, yeah. and, and you know, and and he's always had a good tank. Now again, whether people recognize it or not, boxing is a totally different sport. You get tired a little differently, as Connor found out. You know what I mean? Um, but I, I just been asked for like I love the guy, man, and. I just can't put my faith in him in just a, a boxing match because even when he was training and striking, he was mixing in stuff. You know what I mean? Um, and I, I, I mean, I saw footage of him sparring in his prime, and I was just like, what the absolute hell is he doing? Like, this is crazy. Um, so, I, you know, he, he 
he's got a lot of bad habits, he would have to kind of unlearn. Like, I, I just, I don't know, man. I, I wish I mean, he really has a lot of bad way. habits to striking, period. The kicks, the knees, yeah. the elbows, the, and, and you're talking about a total, <laughs> a total striking arc. It's like when you start, first start training wrestlers, you know, versus boxers, you know, they don't have any, or anybody doesn't have any bad, bad, bad habits. It's like our wrestlers seem to have really sensitive nipples and they protect them really well. Like your hands are way down there. Like, what are you protecting right now? They took that areola again. Yeah, are you back to the areola shit? Like, I mean, come on! What are you protecting right now? Get your yeah, hands up. I think we've all used that analogy too. <laughs> I, you, know, you can punch me in the face, face, but you can't punch me in the face. I'm not going to your areola. Yeah. I don't even want to punch your areola. Lighten up. Yeah, yeah. why are your hands there? <laughs> What are you doing with that? But, you know, Jake Paul and, and this and that, like, you know, and the thing is, I'd hate to see him win, but he has a chance, oh, you know. But, again, I'd, I'd I'll, hate give to see credit, it, but I'll, I'll give him credit. Like, if I'm going to break that fourth wall or fifth too, wall, yeah. Or, yeah, whatever it is, if I'm going to go from MMA to kickboxing, I'm not going to challenge Tyson first. I'll go for a no. You know what I mean? Yeah. yeah. I'll go I'll after Butterbean. Butterbean. Something like that, you know. So he, he's doing it right. He's hey, Bob, you know who you'd go after? You'd go after Jake Paul. <laughs> I want that kid so bad. I'd raw dog him. I'd prison hug that fucker. I, I would have more respect if Jake Paul, I would have more respect if he challenged boxers. If he literally challenged the, the thing he's doing. He's taking people from other areas and bringing them to their, his arena. Why, why doesn't he go challenge, go uh, fight him, uh, uh, Ben Askren in a in a boxing slash? You know, let, let him use legs. He, something he's challenging. Little, he's, something challenging uh, uh, he's challenging uh, uh, Tiger Woods to badminton. Like, what, what are you doing right now? Yeah, that's not a sport. You know what? It, it, the reason why he's doing it is is kind of like Floyd Mayweather is going to fight yeah. his brothers because they they can because for whatever for whatever reason these. People are interested in in these kids, man. I have, I, like, I don't get it. I don't, I really don't get it. But for whatever reason, cats will actually pay to see this kid fight whomever. Like the first time gotta, he fought, he just fought another YouTube dude. Like, I don't yeah, get it. I got a nephew that people will subscribe to watch him play a video game. That's some lonely yeah. ass shit right there. Okay. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you need a hobby, kiddo. <laughs> yeah, guys, we're just uh, we're just at the end of our hour. <laughs> like I don't get, I don't understand this next gen, but I just don't get yeah. it. I'm, I'm so lame. I'm gonna watch you play something you don't have to leave your house for. You know, yeah, you, put, you put your joystick uh, down to watch them. Yeah, yeah. Well, yeah you're not playing. You're watching them. You're watching them play games you have. Yeah, uh, yeah. yeah I never, I, I never quite got that either. Yeah, <laughs> that's some lonely well, guys, ass shit. <laughs> we are at the end of our hour, and, and uh, I've tried to extend it, but we can't extend somebody else's on there. But uh, right, I want to thank you, Bob, for everything. Yeah, thank you. You certainly have uh, have grown in uh, in your abilities, and uh, I'm sure uh, 
Dr. Chris is up there laughing his ass off saying, I got him, I got him. <laughs> oh, my God, he corrupted Bob. He corrupted Bob. That's compliment ever. There you go. <laughs> okay, Z, you want to lead us out? Absolutely. Another, another wonderful show. I want to thank Bob, you, Butch, Benny, and Ty. I want to thank all of my Fighting Words family. These shows are definitely in memory of Bob, Coach Mel, and Dr. Chris. And if anyone wants to hear any Fighting Words, please do call. Thanks. Great show. Always a pleasure to be on with all you gentlemen. Uh, Bob is their co-pilot. Coach Mel's watching over us. Dr. Chris keeps us laughing. Uh, prayers definitely as a boxing show, a combat show, go out to uh, Roger Hagler and his family. Everyone have a good week. Yeah, and I just uh, I, I don't want to end this uh, horrible, but uh, I just got a text that uh, we lost another brother uh, tonight. Uh, Jesse Madsen, a, a senior senior uh, patrol officer uh, with the Tampa PD, was uh, responding to a, a drunken driver going the wrong way on 275. He used his, his patrol car to try and save some people and. Uh, he took the the blunt of the accident and uh, was uh, he succumbed at uh, seven ten tonight. So uh, Jesse's a Jesse's a former Marine, a, a good friend. Uh, uh, I, just, I just can't say enough about him. Uh, not uh, three mo- three months ago, there was a a, a, a riot in uh, in north part of uh, Tampa. And one of the uh, deputy sheriffs was was taken down by a a, a big piece of uh, concrete, and they couldn't get to him. But Jesse and another officer, uh, who were in plain clothes, uh, waded through the crowds, got a hold of the guy, took him, put him in his car, and uh, drove him to the hospital. Uh, if he hadn't, he was paralyzed at the, at that point. But if he hadn't moved that officer, uh, the guy probably would have died. So. Uh, to uh, Elaine, uh, and Mark, and Tony, uh, we send out our, our, our deepest sympathies, and I'll see you uh, tomorrow. I'll be up. Uh, ladies and gentlemen, these programs are brought to you each and every night of the week in grateful appreciation to the men and women of the United States Armed Forces and the men with police and fire services. Uh, when you're out there and you see somebody in uniform, please make sure that you, you let them know that they're, you know they're there. These are very tough times for everybody in uniform. Um, and, and please um, practice your uh, social distancing, and please wear your mask. Uh, we don't want to lose any more uh, many more uh, listeners. Um, and uh, when you're uh, when you're out there, uh, just think of two things: that uh, may the roads rise up to meet you. May the winds be always at your back. May the rains fall softly on your fields and the sun shine lightly on your face. Until we meet again, may the good Lord keep you and your families always in the palm of his hands. Good night, God bless, and have a great week, everybody.
Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere And each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW group. Void were prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.